my whole mission and purpose, I'm driven by love. <laughs> that's really what I try to live my life by. And so that's really what the Baldur's Journal has been for me. It's just love. Ball players, what's going on? It's your boy Arden here, bringing you into a new episode of the Ball Players Podcast, where we get to learn more about our special guest's relationship with the game. And I'm excited about today's guest. It feels like we've been friends for a long time, and we only met like probably three or four months ago. But this is someone whose work to the game of basketball has been absolutely incredible to watch, incredible to see. You know, if you're from New York, like I'm from New York especially New York City, you're able to see via the Ballers Journal a special look at the people, places, or things that make up the community that we all love and the sport that we all love. So I'm excited to have this guest for today, Aaron Schiffman of the Ballers Journal. What's up? Hey, what's up? Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. No problem. Thank you. And I got to say even thank you again for the sake of like literally over these last few months, like the, the the bond that we have formed, the gems that you've given me, the the excellent work that you've done that I've happily you know reshared on ball players. It means a lot. Seriously, thank you. No, thank you for all the love. I really, really appreciate all the reshares. And although we may have just met like three or four months ago, I feel like we spent so much yeah, time literally. together this summer with all of the events. Because New York City basketball, the summer is when it's all going down, yes. right? So, yeah, we've spent a lot of quality time together lately, so which I loved. So it's been great. So, But thank you so much for having me. No problem. And, Aaron, you know, for us, you know, with, with the Ballplayers Podcast, we have this series of questions that we love to ask to start the show and to end the show. So okay. to start the show, Aaron, what made you fall in love with basketball? Really where it truly, like, where I really became a fan fan was 1996 Kansas Jayhawks. Mm. That's when I truly, truly fell in love with the game. I moved out to Kansas and, you know, that was Jacques Vaughn, who happens to be the head coach of Brooklyn Nets right now. Let's go Jacques. As a Kansas fan, there's a huge culture around, you know, the, the basketball out there. So that was really my first time where I really, truly became a fan. I grew up in Pennsylvania, so the Sixers were always kind of our team. And AI, I mean. Bubba Chuck, yeah. Like, AI is, I mean, what is, like, the best ever. So, you know, that was part of it as well. Um, and now I have Embiid, who is on the Sixers. So I get the Kansas connection and the Sixers, so I'm super happy with that. We got to figure out what's going on with Harden. Yeah. but. I didn't want to, you know, make That's a whole it. I different didn't want to do nothing with that, but you know, yeah, y'all got to figure that out. Listen, nothing is off limits here. We're going <laughs> to talk about it. But anyway, so I think Kansas is really where I solidified my love for the game. Um, and then, you know, I've kind of fallen in love with it over and over again now that I have a son who plays. That's really kind of how the Ballers Journal was born. So I've had a whole different relationship with basketball being a basketball mom. So that changes everything. You know, I have different levels and growth and, and love for the game. Growing up in PA, how would you describe to somebody the hoops culture that exists out there? It's definitely different from New York City. And my experience obviously was a kid growing up. And so it was really a lot of like, you know, Friday night basketball games. The pep rallies during the day, huge schools. Um, the whole community was involved. The parents, you know the cheerleading squad, everybody, even the football players were yes. there sitting courtside cheering on the basketball players. So, you know, it was a whole different sense of community 
uh, compared to New York City. Mm-hmm. It's almost like, you know, out of the movies, right? Yeah. You see those movies where it's like yeah. Friday Night Lights type of thing. The the, that was the vibe. Jackets. Exactly. That was the vibe in the suburbs for, you know, in Pennsylvania and in Kansas. Totally different vibe in New York City. Um, but I'm glad I got to experience both because there's a love and a passion especially in Pennsylvania, right? Like I grew up also a huge Penn State football fan. That was like a religion where I'm from. And that was like a whole different experience, right? When when you, when a whole town or a whole state loves a team mm-hmm. the way they, like the Indiana Hoosiers, it reminds yeah. me of that, right? Yeah. Like when everybody's riding on the outcome of the game, I mean, it's on the newspaper, it's everywhere. That's every, what everyone's talking about. So You know, I got all of that from a young age, just being around sports. Do you think some people will still be surprised at how much the Midwest loves basketball, like how deep that love runs? I mean, these days I feel like with social media, I feel like all of it feels so accessible. So I feel like you can really capture even down to the youth level. Like there's a trainer out in KC, um, Grindhouse, who... He trains uh, Jada Williams. He trains lots of people, but Jada was one of his students of the game, and she's amazing. Um, So even just tapping into him, and he shows you a lot of, like, Kansas City basketball and what he's doing, but he's now, because of his exposure on social media, he's now doing camps and clinics all over the country. Mm -hmm. You get to capture a little bit of that vibe. Nothing's, like, the real thing. Like, you can watch all the clips from Allen Fieldhouse. Yeah. Not but when same. you pull up, it's not it's the different. same. <laughs> yeah. I always wanted to go. Oh, you have that's, to. That's on my to-do list. I definitely want to go. Okay, we should go. Yes. Let's plan a trip. Those are my guys. I love it out there. But it's really amazing. I, I would take my sons out to camp every summer. Mm-hmm. I become friendly with the coaching staff and everything. And just the facilities are amazing. So that's the difference, I think, circling back to your question about Midwest and just Florida, Texas, all yeah. over. The space. The facilities, like if New York City, yeah, for sure. Nice spaces, Aaron. I want to get to like, what is life like like a basketball mom? I've never had a chance to ask that. Shout out to all the basketball moms (laughs) out there. What is life like as a basketball mom? Busy. (laughs) That's probably the number one word. Busy. Um, It's awesome. One, it's your kid, so you know you're gonna love it either way. But when you're a fan of the game. And it's your kid. It's a whole different, whole different vibe. But because I was such a super fan and I've watched so much basketball, it's very frustrating when they're little because you expect them to be able to do things they absolutely cannot, <laughs> cannot do. And so there's a fine line between being encouraging and coaching and then getting frustrated and yelling. It's funny. I just said this the other day. We had a tournament. They're playing in the Strickland, Rod Strickland tournament. And there was a team before us playing, and they were maybe, I want to say nine, right? So I was watching the parents. Oh, it's like, it's, it's flashback. They're screaming at their kids, screaming. I know all about And that. carrying on and criticizing, and they're all coaching from the sidelines. And I'm not telling you this to, like, shade them at all. Mm-hmm. That was me. So I was sitting there, and I was like this. I know. Hey, listen. I was I've like, been I there. did that. I've been there. I've I've been there as the coach of a team dealing with parents, <sighs> coaching from the sidelines. And I can't express to you enough how annoying that is. 
So <laughs> it's incredibly annoying. It's, I know. It's not only annoying. So as you know, my son Dylan has evolved in his game and he'll be starting high school in the fall. Nice. You know, screaming from the sidelines and coaching, it, it's not, it's annoying to the coach, right? It's not helpful because really at the end of the day, if they don't learn to trust themselves and don't, and they don't learn how to trust a coach, then what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. Really? Because they really need to, to start feeling comfortable with their game learning how to trust their coach and his direction, not paying attention to what's going on on the side or what their parents are saying. But more importantly, as I spent more time around high school coaches in New York City and then even my my Kansas coaches, I've asked them tons of questions over the years. And I will never forget um, one of the coaches at Kansas said to me, I will go recruit and if I see a top prospect Like, let's just say I come to New York City, right? I see the top prospect, and I'm watching him play, and I continue to see his parents yelling at him. Or or if I even see him look at his parents multiple times throughout the game, I'm not interested. Mm, I've heard that same bit, too. And so now I think parents are – I don't know if they're realizing this yet or not, but you're being recruited just as much as your child. And so if you can't trust the coach, you shouldn't even be there. So this was, these were lessons. Listen, I messed up. Like, I screamed my head off. I was frustrated. I'm like, what's going on? We're in the gym. We're practicing this every day. Why couldn't you make that happen on the court? There are so many things that go into it. So I definitely made a ton of mistakes as a basketball mom, but I'm learning, growing, evolving. Flashbacks I'm having to just wanting to, like, tell the parent, like, you want me to keep it real with you about your kid? There you go. Like, do you want me to keep respect for your kid's <laughs> trash? Like, there's only... There's only so much we can do here. So There's only so much we can do here. And that's the other thing, right? It's always the, the parents who are screaming the loudest, who have their iPad set up, who are oh, recording everything. I every, hate the, the whole, iPad set up. The, the whole I game. hate it. And they think their kid is going to the league. Turn and that off. Their kid's like the worst one on the court. Turn that off. Because you're not going to edit when, when your kid got on the floor, we let up a 20-0 run. Right. And, then your, and your son, Johnny, got exposed and we was playing in a 2-3. Don't do that. You're not going to put that in the, in the aftermath. <laughs> no. But shout out no, to the parents, though. You just really, like, nailed it. Because now with AAU and the parents, with the iPads, right, we have IG highlights, yeah. TikTok highlights. So what you just said is perfect because what they do is they cut all of that Mm -hmm. and only show the good stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So now, again, high school coaches, college coaches are asking for the full game tape. They don't just want the highlights because everybody looks good at the highlights. Yeah, everybody can look good in 30 seconds. Not mentioning any names, but there was someone, a, a parent of a child not on my team. I think their team lost by 40, maybe 50. It was bad. Not even 24 hours later, highlight reel. I mean, the kid maybe had like six points, but you better believe they turned that into a phenomenal highlight reel. It's crazy yeah. out here. We have to talk to the basketball parents. We're gonna have a couple <laughs> clips from this from this convo. I love, I love how deep we just got there. And Aaron, yeah. I have a, I have a couple more questions for you. Sure. Right, and I want to get to the Ballers Journal, man. Because okay. again, to the ball players out there, you know, for us in New York, especially those of us, you know, close to New York City. The community's filled with a lot of great people, or as they like to say in movies, filled with an interesting cast of characters and stuff like that. And the creatives, the photographer and videographers, y'all play a key role in that. You know, folks that we all rock with, 
shout out to Dave's joint, Hoop Dream, Shade Days, the, the list goes on and on. And what you've been able to do, right, as, as I give a, a brief breakdown of the Ballers Journal is through your work with photos and videos, you're able to tell stories about the people, places, and things that exist within New York City hoops, especially during the summer. Through Aaron, I was able to get a greater understanding of Dykeman. I was able to get a greater understanding of Gersh Park. I was getting a greater understanding of so many different coaches and players that by the time ball players pulled up summer 2022, summer 2023, it's like, okay, I get it, and I know what to expect because amongst those same names that I mentioned, Ball is Journal played a key part in that. So with that said, right, for you, when you're able to do what you do with the Ballers Journal, what has been your biggest hope with it? I think you just said it, right? Like, yeah. I, it's really just about shining a light on New York City basketball and the people who make up the community um, from parents, mm -hmm. uh, coaches, players, media, uh, commissioners. Mm -hmm. The Ballers Journal has truly just been a gift to me from like the universe. I just happen to be in the spaces, meeting the people that have made such an impact on the community, the game, but also me. Like I've, I've walked away with so much knowledge and love and support. And I think one of the biggest things about Ballers Journal is I wouldn't be able to do it without all the love and support I receive. Because even though I'm out there showing love, I couldn't do it without everybody loving me back, mm -hmm. right? So I think that's really, I mean, my whole mission and purpose, I'm driven by love. <laughs> that's really what I try to live my life by. And so that's really what the Baldur's Journal has been for me. It's just love. Do you remember that it moment of being like, oh, this can work. Like, like I'm meant to do this. The first time I captured something amazing at Dykeman was probably, you know, that was a moment where I got really motivated and excited, but I, that was already there from the jump, right? Yeah. So, and so I caught some amazing moments um, at Dykeman. I'll never forget one of the first videos that went viral there was um, Dominican Power, which is like a big yeah. home team favorite at Dykeman. It was the summer of Pop Smoke. Yeah. And Tom Shep, I love his game, hit a half court shot and Zookeeper hit yeah. the pop smoke mm -hmm. and Randy on Dominican Power started dancing and the whole place just erupted. Summer 2019 vibes. I think, yeah, 2019, yeah, 2019 yes, thank vibes. you. Yeah. So I will never forget that moment, that, that clip. I, I repost it every year because there's nothing that captured the vibe and the energy of Dykeman. It's it's such a marriage, right, of like culture and hip hop, music, the DJ, Dominican power, Dykeman, the Heights, like it's yeah. so many things that are like melding together to make such a perfect, amazing thing that you can't get anywhere else but New York City. Yo, shout out to Dominican power. Before we get to these final two questions, I got to yeah. shout them out because... You know, recently, you know, like I was telling you, I had the chance to connect with A Butter, you know, okay. New York City street ball legend, man. Yes. If you know, you know. And I, the Love same him. way I was telling him back when I was a kid through like Dime Magazine, Slam, MSG, early YouTube, like discovering his highlights and Corey Homicide Williams, it was the same thing with like Dominican Power. I vividly remember Dominican Power being one of the first street ball teams I used to hear about mm -hmm. that was dominant. So so big ups to them. Um, second to last question I got for you, Aaron, right? For someone out there that's a newbie, they're like, hey, 
I, I want to do what Aaron from the ball uh, from the Ballers Journal does. I want to cover the scene. I want to be outside. I want to be at these tournaments. I want to be a, a name in a community. What would be your biggest piece of advice for them as they embark on that journey? You have to be outside, mm-hmm. like as much <laughs> as possible. Yeah. <laughs> um, and if you don't believe me, watch the Ballers Journal. Yeah, literally. Watch the stories. I am outside. Um, I think you need to be out there. I think, you know, being respectful of the spaces you're in. I, I always try to walk onto a court, into a park, introduce myself, ask what the rules are, you know, where can I stand? Is this okay? Be respectful because I think a lot of young up and comers are watching so much social media and YouTube. They forget that part. And I've seen a lot of people then lose their media access Mm -hmm. because they're not following the rules or being respectful to, because remember a lot of these parks have their team, right? Of shooters. So you need to make sure you know who those people are and you're respectful of their space. Absolutely. So I think respect is one Two, you know, obviously loving the game. Don't forget to tag, make sure you're tagging the parks, Mm -hmm. the commissioners, the teams show the love, the, the appropriate love that you need to give. And, um, just love it. Just have fun and enjoy it because it's the community is really welcoming and amazing. Yep. Um, as long as we're all being respectful and showing love to each other, so I think it's 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 really about that. And then also, you have to be willing to work really hard. That is a fact. Last question I got for you, Aaron. At the top of the show, I asked you what made you fall in love with the game. So the last question is, what keeps you in love with the game? What keeps me in love? Well, one, I mean, this is obvious, but Kansas. <laughs> Every, I mean, here's the thing, right? The game is ever evolving. Yeah. So it, there's always something new. There's always a new player. There's always a new rule. There's always a new something mm-hmm. that's coming along to, to mix it up and, and keep it fresh. But there's always the classics to fall back on too. Of so I think that it's funny that you asked me that because someone said to me yesterday, I was going through clips And he said to me, do you ever get sick of this? Like, does this ever get old? (laughs) Ever. And I actually, without even hesitating, I said, never. I feel that way Never. I really, truly feel that. Like, I love it so much Mm -hmm. that it doesn't, because even though, like, like, slam, right? Like, one dunk after another after another, and they just get better and better. And each kid has their own personality, their own style, on and off the court. So there's so many things to love about the game. And as I grow and evolve, and as my son grows and evolves in the game, there's still, there's always something new and fresh and exciting. And if not, you revisit the classics like AI. I mean. Bubba Chuck. You can never go wrong with one of the goats. Ever. And he's like the best ever, right? Because he... Talk about style on and off the court. It doesn't get better. Than yeah, that. I had that stuff on, man. Bubba, He's the best. Bubba Chuck, man. For real. Shout out to Bubba Chuck. I'm a that's that's on my uh dream list of interviews, Alan Iverson. Are you kidding me? Same. Yeah, that's on my I, dream I would list. I like I just wanna yeah, if you if you interview him, I'll take the photos. Oh bet. hundred percent. Let's go. hundred percent without this. question. We got this. AI, yep. You hear us? Let's go. Coming, coming for you. <laughs> hey, seriously, Aaron, thank you so much for joining us of on the course. Ball Players thank Podcast. You. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your friendship. And most importantly, just thank you for the great work like that you've done to really highlight our home, highlight the sport that we all love. Ball players, you already know what we're going to do, man. We're going to have all of the right information and in all the descriptions below. 
Signing off from the crib, man, Arden from Ball Players. Make sure your curiosity stays fulfilled. So follow 137 p.m. as well. That's home team. Get all your info that you need for everything sports, tech, pop culture, and beyond. Signing off, man. Later.